Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 75 of the talking the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. Now, before we talk some lines for you today and dive deep into today's action, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. Uh, If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio recorded version on your favorite podcasting directory, be sure to hit it there as well because we always release the audio promptly following every live show. Next item up on the docket, as always, if you could be so kind and you got a couple extra seconds here in your day, please hit that like button leave us a comment down below leave us a rating all that good stuff we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make talking the line sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and last but not least if you're looking for more ttl crew content you can find it in our link tree we make that super easy to find too head to this episode's description first link you're going to see there we have all of our content and social platforms so you can consume it however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka. And first things first, uh, once again, thank you so much for choosing to uh, hammer in some bets with the TTL crew today. And uh, you know the deal. Run some tickets to the window all day and night long. Uh, My apologies, just briefly, quickly, few minutes behind schedule here, had a few minor technical difficulties, but everything appears to be in good working order. Now, the lights in the TTL production studio are absolutely beaming, and I got my partner right by my side. So let me bring in the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast, a young man who is ready for his socks to get on the winning track, coming off of a win 4-1 over the Twins yesterday. It looks like they might be back. He's repping them across his chest today if you cannot see it live without further ado the man the myth the degenerate gambling legend himself mr riley armax magnuson partner 
How you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing good. Short and sweet on the intro. I like it. I'm feeling good today. Birds are chirping. Sun is shining inside and outside. So uh, I don't see why we can't have a hell of a day and a hell of a show here. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling pretty damn good. I'm feeling pretty damn good myself, my friend. Uh, yeah, no reason we are not about to have one hell of a show. And let me tell you, we certainly are. But before we do get into that show and get into all of the good vibe vibes that are promised inbound at the start of every show in the preview screen you know the deal we're a full transparency show at the uh, talking the line podcast so obviously we got to recap yesterday's best bets of the day if you bet along with us our apologies but we lost those doggone bets too not the worst day ever on the board but not the best day by any means either so for the first time live on your screen let me get those bad boys up here we are yesterday's best bets of the day on the left side of your screen, <laughs> got our mags picks. Uh, 0-2 on the day, uh, rough loss from the Red Sox. And then uh, the Milwaukee Phoenix under 219 did not hit it. Uh, ended up going over just barely uh, by a few points. Uh, we thought we were on the right side of that. Uh, a lot of people were on the over. Vegas And a lot of people were on the Suns, too. Uh, Vegas had a rough night. The public definitely cashed out, my friends. Let me tell you that. As for me, on the opposite side of your screen, uh, you got me going two and three yesterday. Uh, the obviously Italy, great, uh, great penalty kick victory. Uh, got the goalie totally jumped the opposite way. Mm -hmm. They advanced. We didn't take them to win like a lot of people in the 90-minute mark. Uh, we took them just to advance. So absolutely love that. Uh, however, didn't get over two and a half goals. We only had uh, uh, one, one, one on both sides. So stayed under the two and a half, rough loss there. Uh, and then uh, went one and two on my MLB plays yesterday. The Giants couldn't get it done late, lost six to five. The Mariners absolutely beat down yesterday. Don't know what happened there. But I might have a little bit of insight on them coming at you here today. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what's all going on. Uh, outside of that, let me take a brief moment here. Uh, don't want to uh, be messing with anything. The uh, the mics seem to be little goofy. Just a little bit goofy there. Uh, seem to be jumping. Yeah, that's ah, a lot better. Be that's, that's a lot it. better. Uh, it was uh, jumping off. So hey, producer Colt, uh, audio mixer Colt, host Colt. I'm all of the above. You know how it goes down here at the Talking the Line Pod. Right back into yesterday's best bets of the day. Uh, two for Tuesday parlay. Uh, you know, we took uh, our two favorite bets that we had, and uh, obviously that was not the winning Whiffs. formula yesterday. Zero and two on that one dead loss so we're gonna put all of that behind us because even the money line dice were ice cold yesterday and you know that they have been hot 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 on this show so i have no doubt that they will uh get back hot right alongside with us here today so case of the tuesdays case of the tuesdays <laughs> so let's get all that off the screen the none of, of that tuesdays. nonsense left we are into Wednesday. I certainly do apologize if anything's going on here with the mics. I do not know uh, what's all happening here. It, it seems to uh, seems to be quite weird. Let me uh, just one run one more um, one more final thing here. Oh boy, quite the uh, quite the start here. Here we go. All right, testing one two. I'm sorry, apologize for that, but we do appear to be good now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. Uh, today's show up on the docket today. As always, we got the best bets of the day coming at you. Uh, we have six coming at you today. Two Euro plays from the England and Denmark matchup. And then we got 
the rest of the plays. The other four coming out of today's MLB slate. My partner's got two best bets coming at you, and I got four best bets coming at you. So that'll take care of the first segment. Into the second segment of the day, as always, the special play of the day. We have two special plays, rather, on a Wednesday. We got the Wednesday Warrior coming at you and the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. So make sure you stick around for the second segment today. Two special plays, and we are loving the juice we're getting and laying down today. Moving into the third segment of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we got the Moneyline Dice, the all-knowing, ever-present dice making their usual role today for another MLB matchup, but this time it's between the Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks ice cold, Rockies no good on the road. We're not going to put our analysis into it. We're going to let the dice tell us who we should take. That'll wrap that all up. You know the deal. Betting portion analysis half of the show then we'll get into the second half of the show today's rants and reactions uh we're going to be getting back into the latest uh olympics news everything in between there and then uh, we'll talk about the mlb trade deadline few other things to discuss there and then we will also have plenty of other hot takes from across the world of sports and sports gambling so make sure you stick around for the rants and reactions it's going to be a good one today And then I'll close out the show with my motivation minutes, as always, uh, giving you a message today on some ways to control your brain. I've spoke on it quite often. Uh, Didn't change it on the agenda there today. Sorry to uh, confuse you there, partner. But uh, I uh, speak on it a lot, talked about controlling your brain and how you and your brain are totally separate. But I've never really given some concrete ways that you can start controlling your brain and applying that in your life. So I wanted to give you three key ways today. You want a little bit of that action, a little extra motivation to get you through this Wednesday. Stick around for the very end of today's show. My gift to you, my motivation minutes. But for now. Cut all the nonsense, stop all the drama, stop all the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the Talk in the Line podcast for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back into it. Time to talk some lines for you today. Episode number 75 of the TTL pod on this beautiful July 7th, 2021. Let's get into the first segment of the day and the first half of the first segment. TTL Crew's best bets of the day and RMAG's best bets of the day. He's got two coming at you. I told you now. He's got some good, good value coming out of the MLB slates here today. Not getting too wild, not getting too crazy. And as always, I have already hammered them in on my sports book. So I suggest you get all ears, you get all eyes. Rip out those sports books. Get ready to smash them in. And without further ado, as always, hey, partner, you have the floor. Alrighty, I guess I was ready for that, huh? Uh, first two plays of the day, as my partner mentioned, coming in the MLB. We've got some early and afternoon action, so make sure you lock these bad boys in. First one I'm taking, I've got one on each evening and afternoon here. First one is going to be the Reds' money line versus the Kansas City Royals. Going to be Sonny Gray on the mound for the Reds versus Brady Singer for the Kansas City Royals. Both of them right-handers. And Sonny Gray's been pretty damn solid lately. 3-2-70 ERA on the season. One e- one earned run or less in three of his last four games. 
And versus this Kansas City offense, he has had some decent success, but he's held the big bombers in this offense, Salvador Perez and Carlos Santana, to a combined 5 for 36 in their careers against him. So I like him to limit those two guys and, you know, keep the long ball off the board and keep this one one earned run, two earned run from him out of the first five, six innings there. And on the other side, you've got Brady Singer for the Royals, 4-7-4 ERA. And as my partner would say, not a guy that you want to be backing your money on or putting any trust in. Unclear if he's going to go three innings pitched or six innings pitched or what it's going to be. He, the uh, they have they've been shortening his starts lately. He completed four innings pitched only once in his last four starts, so could be a bit of a bullpen day. But he's facing this Reds team that makes their living off of hitting right-handed pitchers. Last ten versus righties for the Reds: three forty-three OBP, six point one nine runs per nine innings. And if you get into this bullpen on either side of it, you've got Cincinnati in their last 10 games sporting a 2.05 ERA. They've been solid in the late games. Ignore yesterday because they did blow the game. Uh, the bullpen did yesterday, but I don't see that happening two days in a row. And on the flip side, you've got Kansas City's bullpen with a 5.31 ERA in their last 10. So I like the Reds to touch up Brady Singer in this game, but if it gets into those late innings and it's a tight one, I still like the Reds to put up a handful of runs. So all in all, I you know I might even sprinkle as I'm saying this, I'm talking myself into a little bit of a sprinkle on the Reds run line, but the safe play on this one, right around minus 130, 135, is going to be the Reds money line with Sonny Gray on the mound, partner. What you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Like I said, I've already hammered this one in on uh, FanDuel Sportsbook free plug. That's what I typically use, but uh, do really uh, enjoy your analysis there. I like where your head's at with all of uh, the pitching matchup and uh, especially with how the Reds have been playing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good at the plate. And uh, quick mention, before you do get into your second best bet of the day, if any of you out there know how to somewhat produce a podcast yes. or somewhat know how to run audio equipment or you're just interested in learning and you're somewhat passionate about sports as well, this is actually a quick insert ad that i decided to have out of, out of my out of my head right now because it is a pain in the neck right now trying to make sure everything is is working and some for some reason the mics keep going in and out and it's weird and if i didn't have to uh, pay attention to all that and i could just be the host of the tto pod that would be absolutely terrific uh you can even relax on the couch in the ttl studios while the show is going on nice easy relaxing deal you just got to make sure everything's rocking and rolling good so uh if any of you out there, you know anybody out there, drop us a line, drop us a comment, shoot us a DM on Twitter, whatever the case might be, because uh, we're we're growing rapidly and it sure would help out here, ladies Need and gentlemen. Need a wild card. With all that being said, I apologize, partner. No, no. Needed to get that bad boy out while it was fresh on the brain. Good ad. But first best bet coming from our mags today, Cincinnati Reds, money line. Sir, you said you had two, so uh, mm-hmm. could you be so kind as to indulge myself and the fans out there, what you got rolling? All right, I mentioned this one's going to be in the evening slate. This one's going to be Orioles versus Blue Jays, and you might be wondering where I'm going. You might be thinking where I'm going, but I'm actually going to the underdogs team total in this one. I am going the Orioles over four runs for themselves versus the Blue Jays. And you've got Hyunjin Ryu versus Matt Harvey on the mound, and you might be wondering why I'm not taking this Blue Jays offense versus Matt Harvey. And you might, uh, that's a fair concern, no question about it, because I have been a big fan of fading Matt Harvey, and it's been working out late, or not so much as of lately, but on the season as a whole, it's been working out lately. Mm. But this Orioles offense has been pretty doggone sneaky, my friends. Hyunjin Ryu, 
365 ERA on the season, 488 ERA in June, four earned runs in his last outing on July 1st. So things are trending in the wrong direction. Don't want to say uh, sticky stuff uh, issues here necessarily. I'm not mm. saying that. The numbers are just mm. talking to me. But the timeline does add up there. He sure. has faced the Orioles twice at the end of June this season. Very good his first time around. One earned run allowed. Four earned runs in that second game, however, at the end of June there. Because this Baltimore offense hits lefties very, very well. And the second time around or beyond, and obviously in this case, they start to see that lefty a little bit better, and they start to hit them pretty damn well. Last 10 versus lefties, 352 OBP, 6.08 runs per nine. This Baltimore offense is as sneaky as they come, folks. They have scored four or more in eight of their last 10 games. And again, as my partner loves to say, it's a little bit more on the or more side of things. Four or more in six of eight games versus the Blue Jays in 21 this season. And this Toronto bullpen, even if uh, even if Ryu doesn't take care of the job for us, the Toronto bullpen last five, 6.06 CRA. A little bit shaky in the late innings for them. Like I'm kind of leading to, I trust this Baltimore offense. I do like Toronto's offense to put up some runs, but their team total is right around six and a half, so a lot higher there. I'm kind of seeing a shootout in this one. And, you know, Orioles have actually won Matt Harvey's last two starts, and it's against these Blue Jays and the Houston Astros. Okay. So, hey, hey, I wouldn't blame you if you want to take the Blue Jays' money line or spread. I can't blame you for that because it's very well that that could still happen. I still think it's going to be a bit of a shootout, and, you know, you might see a 7 6 win. Either way in this one, not telling you to take the Orioles' money line necessarily. I wouldn't blame you if you did that either. Um, but I personally don't think I can do that with Matt Harvey on the mound. With all that being said, I do trust this Orioles' offense to put up at least four folks. Uh, and, uh, you know, not even just the push. I trust them wholeheartedly to cover at least five runs, six runs here in this one. Partner, what do you think? I definitely agree with you. Uh, it's a little bit higher on uh, FanDuel at four. You're getting a little bit better odds at four, mm-hmm. but I think they get well over four. No question, no problem, no harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, I, I also do think it's going to be a shootout here today. Yeah. I, I think the, definitely the Blue Jays will get the win overall, but uh, stay away from that run line. Yep. Uh, kind of word from the wise here if you do do say so myself. Yeah, lack no, you of a very better could well win on it. It might be a 12-8 to 8 Blue Jays win. Who knows? We'll see. But... Who cares? All we need is the Baltimore Orioles to get over three and a half or four runs, whatever it is Mm -hmm. currently on your favorite sports book. So second best bet of the day coming from our mags, Orioles team total over three and a half or four. Well, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it growing. Yes, sir. I take things the words out of your mouth. Things are sticking, <laughs> baby. It's going. We're starting to. Hey, we're becoming a a real podcast, ah. man. We got uh, we got sayings. I've had people also, some of our okay. fans, saying our sayings to me in the background. So okay. hey, hey, hey well, okay. we're sticking. We're start. We're starting <laughs> to get somewhere here, huh? So uh, I guess that means it's my turn. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, let's keep it moving and grooving, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Broke your brain. Yeah, broke my fucking brain right there. Here we go. My best bets of the day told you i got four coming at you i'm gonna start with two mlb plays and then i'm gonna roll on over to the euro match on today's card here we go without further ado without further hesitation no more delay my first best bet of the day coming out of the mlb slate i am taking the pittsburgh pirates plus one and a half 
Now, you might be looking right at the Atlanta Braves, seeing them on a short line total and thinking that you should hammer them in as a favorite, but uh, there's a couple key things and trends that are lying into this as to why I am not taking that side, and uh, comes down to somewhat of the pitching matchup as well, how these teams are playing offensively uh, currently at this time we find ourselves in the MLB season. As for the pitching matchup that I mentioned uh, first, we have Drew Smiley on the mound for the Braves and on the mound for the Pirates, Will Crow. Now, Drew Smiley and Will Crow have faced each other the exact same matchup back on May the 20th, and the Pirates won 6-4. to four. The Pirates stayed in the game back and forth uh, all through about the first six, six innings, and then once they got Smiley out of the game, then they were able to really touch up that bullpen, ended up getting the outright victory. We don't need them to do that here today. We just need them to keep it close once again, which they have done in both the previous games. Well, actually, they won 11-1 to in game one of this series and won 2-1 to last night. Do I think they get the outright victory again? Eh, not necessarily. I give a little bit more edge to Drew Smiley, but there are some key things as to why I am fading him here today and believing that the Pirates are going to keep this within one run. Uh, Smiley, on the season, he uh, has been pitching solidly over the course of the last month, but overall in his career, he has an overall average ERA of 4.16 in eight seasons so far. He's pitching really good right now, but I think we start to see some definite regression, no question in my mind. He had an 8.04 ERA in April, a 4.24 ERA in May. So I think we start to see a little bit of a tick back up here after a pretty solid June, and not to mention... He has faced the Pirates this year, as I told you, 4.50 ERA against them over six innings pitched. In his career against the Pirates, he has 31 at-bats against them. They have a 271 batting average, 310 on-base percentage, and a 970 on-base plus slugging. So the Pirates have been able to handle him just fine, and not to mention, the Pirates have been heating up at the plate against lefties lately. Over their last five games overall against left-handed pitching, 266 batting average, 373 on base percentage been able to draw a lot of walks and 5.17 runs per nine for the Pirates so I like them to be able to handle Drew Smiley just fine I'm not saying he's given up five six runs by any stretch but I don't think they'll have a problem putting up two three early on him now as for Crow he hasn't had the best numbers on the planet. There's not a whole lot great you can find on him. However, he allowed four runs over five innings the last time he faced Atlanta. But then the six starts following that, he allowed three runs or less in four of those starts. So he gradually improved. Actually, one of those starts was three earned runs with the, le the rest less being two earned runs. So I like him to continue to gradually improve here today. However, like I said, he's not my main focus because I honestly... I'm not playing this because of his harm. Playing this because of a couple key trends and what I've been seeing from these offenses lately. Atlanta is 19 and 20 ATS as an away team. They are also 6 and 14 ATS as an away underdog or as an away favorite. I apologize. Atlanta is 17 and 43 ATS as a favorite overall on the season. Pittsburgh is 19 and 18 ATS as a home underdog. And Atlanta is 14 and 27 ATS after a loss. They have not been able to get the job done Atlanta on the run line this season regardless of where you put them. I think this is yet again another setup line, very small underdog for the um 
for the Braves on the minus one and a half. You're getting also great odds on the Pirates plus one and a half. And that is the smart play here because I think this is once again another low scoring affair, back and forth shootout. Pirates potentially getting the outright victory, but I'm not playing that. We just need them to keep it within one run. So my first best bet of the day, Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half. I think I'll be right there with you on my on you. Excuse me. I think I will mm. be right there with you on this one, my man. Uh, yeah, this Braves team is definitely one of the teams in the league right now that everyone just expects to be top of their division, clipping along no problem. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they are under 500 team right now as it stands. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, like you said, we don't need them to win. We just need to stay within one. I like it. Absolutely, my friend. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, number one. Now coming up with the second MLB best bet of the day. And hey, it's okay. You guys can call me crazy if you want. You can fade me if you want, but I suggest you don't because I'm going back to the matchup between the New York Yankees and the Seattle Mariners. And once again, just like yesterday, I am hammering in the Seattle Mariners money line. So all of that being said, I have some serious issues here. The Yankees put in a 12-1 to beatdown of my Mariners last night, who sure. I have really liked backing. And somehow they're only minus 120 at time of open favorites and actually have dropped down to right around minus 118. Mm-hmm. So the line is starting to drop down, despite them getting a boatload of the money mm-hmm. here today. Interesting. Well, last time I checked, that's not how Vegas works, and uh, they don't make it easier for the public where all the money is running in for that team to win. But... In case you don't believe me on all of that, let me give you a couple key trends and also this pitching matchup as to why I'm taking the Mariners once again on the money line. Domingo Herman on the mound for the Yankees and Yusei Kikuchi on the mound for the Mariners. Now, Herman, ladies and gentlemen, the wheels have fallen off. It looked for a little bit that he might start to find himself in some sort of command, but they are off the wagon, ladies and gentlemen, and it is a full downhill slide for Domingo. He had a suit. 7.27 ERA in the month of June. Boy, oh boy, is that a mouthful. And he has allowed 18 earned runs over 19 and a third innings pitched over his last five starts overall. The Yankees have lost five out of his last seven starts, and he has allowed less than three earned runs only twice in those last seven starts telling you the wheels are falling off and I think that the Mariners have plenty of success against Domingo here today now as for Kikuchi he had a good start to the season not too bad a little bit better than mediocre then he hit a little stent on the IL well he's off the IL now came off of it um, right around uh, the middle of June and he has been dominant since he came back he faced your socks went five and two thirds and also faced the blue jays and tampa bay went seven innings against the blue jays and the rays in those three or in those three games he only allowed three earned runs and in the four starts since coming back from the injured list he has only allowed three earned runs over 19 and two thirds innings pitched so compared to domingo german's 18 earned runs over 19 and a third innings pitched I think you can kind of see here where the value is lying on this pitching matchup. Not to mention Kikuchi 1.90 ERA over June, and he is carrying that right along into July. One start here in July, he's got a 1.29 ERA. 
If you don't like all of that, you don't believe me, a couple key trends here that I think you should consider. The Mariners are 4-2 and two straight up over their last six games overall, and they are 7-2 and two straight up over their last nine home games. The Yankees are 3-7 and seven straight up in their last 10 games, and 1-5 and five straight up in their last six games versus a team with a winning record. The Mariners, 6-2 and two straight up their last eight versus the AL East, and 4-1 and one straight up in their last five home games versus a team with a winning record record. This line is way too fishy for me, ladies and gentlemen. The Mariners should not only be plus 100 underdogs at a pick when they just got destroyed last night. A little bit of common sense, a little bit of a smart play, a little bit of a handicapping play, and a little bit of a baseball fan play. Coming with my second MLB bet of the day, the Seattle Mariners money line. I'll be right there for sure with you on this one. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, there's a lot of different ways why this is a solid play. Uh, money movement aside, that would alone should probably be enough for us to be back in this. But as you mentioned, Yusei Kikuchi has been a freak of a monster the last few starts. And I don't see any reason why that doesn't continue. I've watched him a couple of times. You mentioned him pitching against my socks. He, it's not just fluky. He is that good right now. So I think it continues today at home, especially. Absolutely, my friend. So there you go. My two MLB best bets of the day. Now, moving into my third and fourth best bets of the day, coming out of the lone Euro matchup on today's card. You're doing over there. It's coming home. Football's coming home, isn't it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. It's time to get into it. Today's Euro plays of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. If you don't know what the Three Lions is, football is coming home. home. I am taking today the England money line in today's Euro matchup. Football is coming home, in my opinion. They have been so doggone dominant, and I don't think that Denmark has anything to slow them down. Denmark has been playing solidly in their own right, but the powerhouse that is England and what this win and getting to the finals will mean to that country, those boys know it. They're going to get to the finals. I don't even want to play them to advance because the line is so long. The books know that England is going to come out and absolutely rake today. With that being said, the Danes have not been too terrible. Mm-hmm. They've actually scored 10 goals in their last three games in the Euro. So I expect them to at least get one goal in net at the bare minimum. So in addition to taking England money line today in the Euro matchup, I'm also taking both teams to score. You're getting great odds at it right around plus 120. I think this game is a little bit of a... Uh, I don't want to say high-scoring affair, but kind of a high-scoring affair for soccer. I think mm-hmm. it ends right around 4-2 today, uh, maybe a 3-1. I think England dominates early and often in the first half, and then uh, the Danes come out in the second half and sneak one by. Mark my words, we'll see. However, those are my two Euro best bets of the day, Euro 2020, England money line, and both teams to score. I like it, my man. I will ride him with you. You know me. I'm not much of a soccer capper at all, so I ride you, ride along with you whenever I feel good about what you got putting down. But I think it's coming home. Now, would I be crazy? Uh, like I said, I'm not much of a soccer capper, but I imagine you can find England minus one and a half. Would I be crazy to hammer that in? You wouldn't be crazy to hammer that in. Uh, it's a little risque. You'll okay. probably get some really, really good odds on it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just with how these quarterfinals or uh, semifinals have yep. played out and the quarterfinals, yeah, some fishiness might okay. happen. Uh, I don't think this goes to PK by any means, but okay. hey, it could also be a three-two-two-one victory. Okay, who knows what Fair happens? Enough. So, uh, yeah, maybe half unit. Fair enough. Maybe. Yeah, but, you know, I, I what was it four nothing in the quarters for England? Yeah, they okay. they've turned up in their last few matchups, yeah. so it it would not be without a look. You should, you should give I'm it a little a gander. I'm taking, give it a little gander. I'm taking a look. It's so, coming home. So there you go. It's coming home, it's ladies coming home. and gentlemen. Uh, my two best bets of the day. One more time. England money line and both teams to score. Here we go. Keep it moving right along for today's special play of the day. That does it for the first segment. Now into the second segment, ladies and gentlemen. My personal favorite special play we, we have ever done. It is, it is my baby. It is one of my loves. It is so handy come college basketball oh, yeah. season. Oh, yeah. If you don't know the drill, if you haven't had the opportunity to hammer in one of these special plays before, I suggest you get all ears because it's time for the always present on Wednesdays. The Wednesday Warrior, my friends. This is, uh, if you don't know, where we target a team who has... Uh, consistently been a little undervalued and they have consistently covered their money line or their spread or consistently overperformed expectations i.e calling them a warrior so partner today would you be so kind as to indulge our fans out there as to what we are hammering in as our wednesday warrior special play of the day all righty no problem Wednesday Warrior special play of the day is going to be in the American League. Tigers versus Rangers. Casey Mize versus Kyle Gibson. And we're actually taking the Tigers first five plus a half on the first five run line. Love me some Casey Mize today versus, uh, you know, despite Kyle Gibson, many people might call us crazy for this because Kyle Gibson is a Cy Young candidate. His ERA is right around two, but Casey Mize, do not look past him. He has been so damn solid for the Tigers. And as we mentioned, I believe it was on Monday in my partner's analysis, this Tigers team is pretty damn sneaky. And mm. uh, if you look closely enough, it's not really sneaky. They are just the last, uh, I believe since May 8th, they are just damn good. Um, and and uh, like I said, Kyle Gibson, you can call us crazy for fading Kyle Gibson. There's a lot of people that expect a regression to come from him. I'm not saying it's going to be a big regression today. I just think this is going to be a crazy, crazy low-scoring game, and I like this Tigers offense a hell of a lot more than I like this Rangers offense right now. And I think, uh, like I said, Kyle Gibson regression, I don't know if I'm calling for it, but I'm kind of calling for it. I'm right there with you, man. I, Kyle Gibson has been one of our favorite pitchers sure. to back all season long, but so is Casey Mize. Sure. And Casey Mize is proving worthy of that number one He's overall pick for better. sure. He's, he is consistently getting better and better. I think this one, I alluded to my partner earlier, I believe this could be a 0-0 zero, zero, yeah. uh, game through the first five here. One thing I also wanted to mention is on the first five, the current lines right now, the Rangers on the money line are at minus 162 with the Tigers at plus 132. Uh, while on the run line, the Rangers minus a half is minus 108 and the Tigers plus a half is minus 112. Okay. So with that steep of a money line, wouldn't you think that the hat minus a half would be 
be a little bit longer there. Plus money or something. Uh, well, uh, who knows? So uh, I absolutely love this game to be tied. And this key number right around the 155 to 170 mark mm-hmm. for the first five money line has been kind of a trap line here so far this season in the first five. And especially here recently it's kind of been a little bit of a weird shaky uh deal going on in the first five innings so i think this game at the very least is tied i'm not saying that the tigers have the outright lead but i'm saying they are very sneaky at the very least we love them to have it tied so one more time today's wednesday warrior special play of the day detroit tigers first five run line plus a half might need to dig up our record on Wednesday Warriors because yeah. uh, I, I know it's pretty damn solid. I, I, I know, know it's damn solid. We haven't had too many baseball ones, so I'm not sure what our baseball record is yeah. on it. It might be. I think it's still yeah. solid. I just don't think we've had too many, but I know our college basketball and NBA yeah, records are well, more. Abs- absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So needless to say, we can't wait for college basketball to roll back around. NBA wrapping up here, but uh, we, we got some final opportunities to bet there. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, it's Wednesday. So we don't have one, but two special plays coming at you today. So we just gave you the Wednesday Warrior. Now it's time to get into today's Wednesday Parlay Pop-Off. If you also don't know what this is, we take the Wednesday Warrior, the aforementioned Detroit Tigers run line, on the first five innings. And then we combine it with one of our mags plays and one of my plays, and then we just give it the nifty name of the pop-off. Of course, it's a parlay. Today's parlay pop-off coming in right at plus 470 odds for a three-legger, getting some serious, serious value. Now, you know the deal. We don't really give you any additional analysis here because we've already given you that and all of the plays and everything in between. So for today's Wednesday parlay pop-off, going to tell it to you and then we will get right into the best bets of the day. We are taking Detroit Tigers. First five run line plus a half, leg number one. Leg number two, we are taking the Cincinnati Reds money line. And leg number three, it's coming home. We are taking England money line for the three legs on the Wednesday parlay pop-off. If by chance you were fumbling around in that sports book, trying to get the phone out of the pocket and get ready to smash it in, and you didn't hear one of the legs, not to fret. You don't have to rewind. You don't have to pause. You don't have to stop. All of the best bets and special plays are about to be live on your screen in three, in two, in one. Today's best bets of the day coming from the TTL crew for this beautiful Wednesday of bets, July 7th, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Get those sports books out and get ready to hammer these bad boys in if you have not already. Our Max picks on the left side of your screen. He's got two coming at you today. He has taken the Cincinnati Reds money line and the Baltimore Orioles team total over four runs. Then, is that obnoxious? Not at all. Okay. On the right side of your screen, my best bets of the day for coming at you. I am taking England money line, but I'm also taking England and Denmark both teams to score. Then I am going to the MLB. My first best MLB bet of the day, Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half, and the Seattle Mariners money line. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Now all below that, the special plays of the day on the left half of the screen right here next to us, the Wednesday Warrior one more time, the Detroit Tigers first five run line plus a half, and on the opposing side of that, 
The Wednesday parlay pop-off. Once again, Detroit Tigers first five run line plus a half. England money line and Cincinnati Reds money line. Parlay those up for the Wednesday parlay pop-off. You're getting right around plus 470 odds. I have no doubt. I have all faith. We need to have the brooms out of the closet today. I think I agree with you. They need to be dusted off. They need to be cleaned off. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we are coming back with a vengeance today. If you didn't see it on Twitter, you better tell your damn bookie to go get a fresh stack of cheddar cheese ready for you. Because it is Bookie Bankrupting Wednesday. So, as always, just a quick reminder. Hammer them in, lock them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get the TTL Cruise best bets of the day in at whatever the current line is on your favorite sports book so there you go ladies and gentlemen there you have it uh barring a few minor technical difficulties at the beginning we have got through the first two segments of the day and now you have all of our best bets of the day six of them plus the wednesday warrior and the parlay pop-off now a little bit of extra text on your screen there you see the money line dice directly right above us here at the top of the show, uh, let you guys know we're going to be rolling for the matchup between the Colorado Rockies, not playing in Coors Field today, rather going to Arizona and playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. What stadium is that? Should tell you right there. Chase Field. Chase Field. That I is where they have they haven't changed it. Ah, all right. So I figured they would have changed that by now. Nope. Hmm. Guess not. Power to the banks. But nonetheless, sure. let's get into. Hey, follow the money. Get into today's. Speaking of money. Moneyline dice roll of the day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Partner, as always, good sir. Uh, as I get our honorable host ready here at the uh, TTL Production Studios and uh, get them ready for their best roll of the week yet, could you be so kind as to uh, indulge myself and the kind folks out there as to... Uh, Who's the home team away team here? Well, I guess I've already told you guys that. Uh, but uh, who's the favorite? Who's the dog? What's our t- point total at? Any outstanding storylines we should know about today? Once you get all through that, I'll be right on back. And y'all will see the Moneyline Dice live on your screen. Alrighty, so today you, in Chase Field, as we mentioned, we've got the Rockies and Diamondbacks. Antonio Senzatella for the Rockies. And he is, uh, I've been a fan of his in Coors Field, but when you get him on the road, it's been a shaky, shaky ride. 6.35 ERA on the road, 3.75 at home for him. Um, he has actually, this is going to be the fourth time he has faced these Diamondbacks, and the he the Rockies have won two of those three games. His first one is pretty damn fantastic. However, it was in Coors Field. Uh, actually, two of the three, two of the, both of the two wins were in Coors Field. Uh, the one in Arizona, however, four and two thirds, nine hits, three earned runs. So we might see similar start from him there today. We've got Umberto Castellanos for the Diamondbacks. I'm not uh, I'm not too knowledgeable on this guy. He is going to be making his eighth appearance. I believe it is going to be his first start. He has not gone past three innings pitched in a game this season. But in his seven appearances, he's got a combined 11 and two-thirds innings over seven appearances. The Diamondbacks have not won a single one of his appearances. 
Not saying it's his fault by any means. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in an appearance, but he does have a 3.09 ERA. And like I said, the Diamondbacks, for whatever reason, just don't win when he sees the field. Now, the favorites here in this one, we've got a tight one. Diamondbacks coming in at minus 112. Rockies coming in at minus 104. Another situation, partner, where we might just have to go with the uh, minus one and a half on either side. If we get ATS, Rockies are at plus 140 on their run line. Uh, but when we've been seeing these where, you know, it's going to be a very short favorite. Diamondbacks minus 110, but these books are listing them at plus one and a half. Uh, so we might just have to go with the minus one and a half on both sides. If you get the opposite one, we're just going to do a little bit of, a little bit of an alternate action. We've got a nine and a half total here in this one, over nine and a half at plus 100, under nine and a half at minus 118. But the big story here on the money and bet splits is that the public and the money is flooding in on the Rockies despite their horrible, horrible record on the road. 87% of bets on the Rockies money line in this one, 98% of the money. Now, you might also say it's probably not a high-volume game here for for uh, for this matchup with these two bad teams, uh, at least record-wise. Uh, but final thing here before my partner appears to be ready, under is getting 83% of the bets, 77% of the money. So the public appears to believe that is going to be the Rockies and the under. We shall see if the dice agrees. Got to turn on my mic. But yes, sir, we shall see. Hope you enjoy the uh, additional little bit of uh, viewing quality here. That is what we plan on doing to your bookie today. So uh, hope that you are hammered in along with us. But let's get to the money line dice roll of the day. Let me see how this goes around. Let me make sure. All right. Now, producer Colt has to uh, do a quick move here because I wanted to do that first because it was funny as all can be, and I didn't want to skip out on the opportunity <laughs> to do fair. that, you know? So, make sure this is all good. All right, now we are back in action. Let me make this a little bit bigger for your viewing pleasure here, ladies and gentlemen. The Moneyline Dice for the first time on July 7th, 2021. Are nine, now nine straight unders for the Rockies. Sorry to interrupt you. Thought, nine straight you unders for the Rockies. Throw a little bit in there. That wow, not sound like uh, something you expect to hear every day. But now for the first time, live on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, sir. <laughs> for the first time ever, on July seventh, twenty twenty-one, the money line dice are now live on your screen. Here they are, looking absolutely gorgeous in the TTL Production Studio lighting. Let's get right into it. No hesitation, no delay. Scoop them up right away. Here we go. First roll of the day. Are we taking the home team Arizona Diamondbacks or the away team Colorado Rockies? We all find out as always in three, in two, in one. Home team D-backs. Home team Diamondbacks. Okay. Now, will we be taking the Diamondbacks unofficially, ATS, or... On the money line. In three, in two, in one. Money line. On the money line it is. All right. Unofficially, the money line dice have selected the Arizona Diamondbacks on the money line. Will they be doubling down and tell us to hammer it in right now? Will they be skipping all of the action between the two teams and just going to the total? Or are we going to have to re-roll because they need a little bit of extra screen time? We will all find out in three, in two. In one. 
the under. Okay. Wow. Nine, nine straight unders, you say, for the Colorado Rockies. Do we make it 10? Apparently. Apparently. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, the Moneyline dice are no longer cold. They are back to their winning ways. Lock in right here and now. Arizona Diamondbacks, Moneyline, and the under... Nine and a half. Runs. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate you. Thank you, Dice. The all-knowing, ever-present, ever-powerful dice. Uh, leave them on the screen for just a brief more second so you can see them. If you would like to get your own money line dice here or one of the awesome other products or merch that they do have on their website, we make it super easy for you to do so if you've been thinking about it. Just head over to this episode's description and uh, we got the money line dice dot com link right there for you. Not to mention, we also have a nice offer code just conveniently placed right to the side of it. Go ahead, hit the link, pick out what you want. If you just want the dice or if you want anything else, nothing is off limits. If you go to checkout after you get everything in your cart, enter code TTL10 and you're going to get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. And if you, perchance, didn't get the offer code, it's TTL10. And we also put it down in the description. So go to MoneyLineDice.com today. Get your own set. Start rolling with the crew. And let the all-knowing Moneyline Dice start cashing tickets for you. Get us on a QVC, dude. I'm a, I'm a wizard with this shit over here. <laughs> so there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The Moneyline Dice roll of the day. For those of you listening and not watching live, one more time, Arizona Diamondbacks and under nine and a half runs from our honorable guests, the Moneyline Dice, today. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. My man, I've known you for about seven years. Uh -oh. I have never seen a dumber look on your face than right before you uh, said the Dice have spoken. <laughs> not in a bad way. Just you. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very I'm very glad that I could uh, I could assist in doing Dumbest that. look you have ever made in the seven or so years that I've known you. Hey, trying to move the needle over here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I hope you guys enjoy that. I do that out of your sheer enjoyment every day. Hey, it kind of be uh, it, it. I did it one day. It kind of became a joke, and then I just kind of kept it a running thing. And now uh, here we are. Every day, here we are. The dice have spoken. How you doing? Keep it moving. That does it for the third segment of the day. Once again, thank you, Moneyline Dice. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Producer Colt has to make one quick move here, and now he's got to talk to you. For those of you who are the kind, degenerate gambling folks that just join us on the TTL pod for the first half of the show, Thank you so much for stopping by today, and if you are about to head out of here, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. But hey, don't stay away for too long now. We really hope you don't after we get done cashing all these tickets here today. Make sure you mosey on around the bend for Thursday's show, because we need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. So have a great day. Actually, a spectacular day. Unless you got any other plans on the horizon, and we will catch you on the flip side. Peace and love, my friends. But for those of you 
sticking around for the second half of today's show. You know the drill. You know where we're about to go. It's about to get hot, juicy, and everything in between. Without further ado, it is time for the second half of TTL Pod, episode number 75 on July 7, 2021. Today's Rants and Reactions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. Let's drop it into first gear. Kick it on back just a little bit. And hey, 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 hey. Talk some shit. You know the drill. Let me uh, let me get all situated here, partner. First things first, my friend. You're looking good over there. Thank you. You're looking good. Right, How you feeling? How you doing? Uh, tell tell the folks how you've been moving. Uh, outside of that, what's what's on the horizon today? <laughs> oh, not too much, my man. We've got some early baseball. My socks are on at noon. But, uh, you know, these injury issues, we didn't even talk about it yesterday. Yasmani Grandal, and I guess it didn't come out how long he's out, but four to six weeks. So, uh, you know, six and a half lead in the AL Central. Luckily, our division is a big pile of dog shit right now, except for the Tigers, who fortunately are still double-digit games back. So they're not really nipping at our heels quite yet. But, uh, you know, aside from that, I'm pretty damn solid. You know, going to keep it moving after this. Keep it grooving. Love it. Absolutely and, uh, love it. Um, shooting uh, shooting shots at the uh, AL Central here today, huh? I mean... Look at the standings. Yeah, you know, they are... We've had uh, some pretty major injuries, and we're still, uh, you know, clipping right along. You are uh, very correct. It's been... It was kind of how my Cubbies were doing. They had some crazy big major injuries, and uh, we're able to keep going, and now all of a sudden we... Some big injuries, huh? Yeah, not uh, not good at all. Not good at all. Uh, what's going on? Speaking of your socks, speaking of my Cubbies... What in the world is going on in the north side right now? I can't describe it. I can't tell you the magic number. Hey, we're going for eleven now, ladies and gentlemen. So are uh, going for twelve actually. Yep, it uh, is last 11. night was eleven. Yeah, so yeah. So yesterday, my man. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, take hey, the man first things down. first. Let's keep it into the. Let's just dive into the MLB here. Yeah, we'll keep it high not? level. Chicago baseball first, and then we'll just bring you everything yeah. MLB wise today. What do you got for me, pal? So, yeah, not to kick you while you're down, but that was brutal yesterday, 15 to 10. Does it give you, does it piss you off more that they ended up putting up 10 runs and got a lot of them in the late innings, or are you optimistic that that might be a momentum builder coming into today and beyond? Um, Zach Wheeler versus Alec Mills. What could go wrong? (laughs) What, 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 What could possibly happen, you know? I mean... You looked at me and said, oh, well, Alec Mills has been good at home. Uh, Well, yeah, who knows what the heck we're going to get out of him. No no shade thrown at him, but uh, it's it's not going good in the Cubs clubhouse right now. It's not. Um, 15 to 10 loss. I mean, we're putting up football scores now, and we can't even (laughs) win the the damn game. So I'm not really sure what's going on in the friendly confines. Uh, It's quite confusing to me. Uh, However, I'm still here. I ain't going nowhere. You know me. I'm going to stick on my Cubbies bandwagon. I bleed red and blue until the day that I depart. However, it ain't looking good, my friend. It's ugly, man. It ain't looking good. 
Um, your socks, are they are they back here? Can we take them out off of the DNB list uh, here in a couple days? We got to see a couple more games. What the hell's going on with the uh, Southsiders there? I might keep them on the uh, suggest to keep them on the uh, watch list, DNB list. Not because they aren't playing well; they're pre- playing pretty average. I mean, pretty much five hundred the last week or two, uh, and they're kind of beating teams or you know losing one out of two, and then taking two out of three from teams that they are you know not the best teams in the world so if you get them against the uh, you know astros or i don't know when we play any of these teams astros any of the top teams in the al maybe don't take the white Sox because they don't have the firepower right now to hang with those teams but it really comes down to our pitching staff holding down these teams and i have all the faith in the world for that uh because we got lance Lynn on the mound today you had carlos rudon throw a gem yesterday Ooh, so video. still a lot of faith in the in the socks and like i mentioned AL Central, if uh, if we were in a different division, I would probably have a lot more cause for concern, but uh, these Indians are tanking right now. The only yep. team that has any sign of life, I mean, the Sox are 6-4 and four in their last 10, uh, but so are the Tigers, and as I mentioned, that we've mentioned the last few days, this Tigers team is sneaky, but luckily they had a rough, rough, rough patch to where they uh, still are not even nipping on our heels quite yet, nope. but uh, I mean, if things continue to go the way they go, they could, I'm not saying, uh, you know. Just being a little less than uh, biased and optimistic, they could start to creep in there. But uh, yeah. thankfully, that Indians team is about as brutal as it gets right now. When are you supposed to get Eloy back? It honestly seems like we're about to get almost everyone back in like August, late August, mid okay. to late August. So okay, <laughs> optimistic. Like that's why I'm not. You know, I'm still very optimistic. Like if we had our current team going into the playoffs right now, I you know I still feel great about our chances with this current team to win the AL Central. No question. But if we're going into the playoffs, the team that we currently have, it's uh, it might be a quick exit. But having said that, like you said, I think we get two, if not three, all three of our guys back come late August, if not into September, because uh, those guys got some juice. Yasmani Grandal was our best hitter up until he got hurt. Freak, freak injury, just like leaned up into a watching a ball and then immediately went down. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on out here. It's I've never seen any baseball injury to bigger to a team's core players more than this. Maybe I'm watching them every single day, but I've never seen it like this. Yeah, it's uh it's been quite the showing <laughs> over there in the south side, that's for sure to say the least. But hey, top of the yeah. top of the division, 50 wins. Hey, what can you say about that the uh the boys in the uh black and white pinstripes, they are getting the job done there mm-hmm. right now. So, hopefully they don't fall off a cliff and they keep the uh trend rocking here. Hopefully my cubbies and uh if they're your cubbies too can uh get back on that uptick here because we're only 3 games over f- or uh under 500 right now. Only 3 games under 500 even with an 11 game losing streak. We are just fine. We just have to win some fucking games now. You got to hope the Brewers get a little now. cold here, too. Uh, I think they might struggle a little will. bit. About, I think they yeah, will. I think, I'm just saying. I think you got to hope for that, too. Wh- what was it that you told me the, the Cubs played the bottom Oh, that's half? right. Yeah, that was a, after, especially after this series. I was like, okay, there's a cause for optimism. The next 17 games, I think, are all against teams that were, as of Sunday, Monday, currently under 500. Six of them are the Diamondbacks. So And the Brewers... The Brewers have some, uh, you know, a, a tough stretch ahead. I don't yeah, remember exactly not what it exactly, was. I, but, know, yeah. I know the White Sox were in that stretch. That's all I sure. remember. But they did have a tough stretch. So that is cause for optimism. Despite a couple of, you know, the Cardinals are starting to play a little bit better ball too. But, uh, I, I mean, the Cubs just have to get hot, uh, plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's all plain and simple period. So we'll see what happens, man. I, Hey, I'm still here. Fingers crossed. And, uh, 
bringing any morale that I can for the Cubby faithful out there. So let's uh, let's keep it rocking here in the MLB. Um, kind of segues us right into uh, the trade deadline, and uh, these teams could potentially now be active uh, in e- buying, selling markets. We'll see any uh, teams that you're uh, targeting, thinking potentially might get a little active, either buyers or sellers in this market. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can even touch on our own teams here real quick because, I mean, the Sox, a lot of te- there's a lot of buzz that they want to at least add it back given the current state of the lineup. But if you're thinking that all three, I, honestly, it comes down to, are you confident that our two or two, at least two of these three guys, if not all three of them, are coming back in August? Because if they are, then those are basically uh, de facto trade deadline additions to that lineup. That's already a first place team in the division, mm-hmm. uh, and Eloy and Luis Robert, their bats alone are uh, lightning rods. So, right. if you think that they're not going to be coming back, or if only one of these guys comes back, then yeah, I think you do add uh, at least one bat. Um, Escobar, Eduardo Escobar over in Arizona was a name that's been floating around. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to pull the trigger a few days ago. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I feel like we're going to see some teams wanting to add some pitching help because there's a lot of teams, especially in the AL, I'm, I'm thinking AL right now, that have some really damn good offenses. Uh, and we've talked about how the Red Sox, their offense or their pitching staff has been a little bit better. But if they, A, if they get Chris Sale back, but not only that, if they add another guy, that's a damn dangerous team come October. Yep, definitely. So I think they definitely. could be a one. I mean, the Blue Jays, they've been kind of hovering around 500, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So if they really want any chance of October, and they certainly do, I mean, they, there's no guarantee that they're going to make the playoffs in that sure. division, but yeah. they might have to add an arm. Red Sox maybe two. Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, I was looking at numbers yesterday, and obviously Evaldi wasn't great last night, so I think right. they might want a little more consistency. But yeah. four of their five guys, ever since the uh, sticky stuff trends have gone out, they've actually gotten a lot better, except okay. for Garrett Richards, who has been uh, like <laughs> ice cold. Pretty amazing. I'm, and that's actually the one guy we haven't talked about as much of that stuff. But he is basically just like, yeah, I'm just trying new shit out here these days. And, uh, <laughs> So chances are that you're going to want to get him out of that rotation. Oh, boy. Uh, but obviously, yeah, I mean, that's another team. If Chris Sale's coming back and you think that, that's kind of a de facto trade right. acquisition. So Right, right. Those two teams, I think, might be the ones, because, I mean, then you think of the Astros, but they've got some pretty damn solid pitching rotations. So I think Blue Jays or Red Sox might be the AL teams that might add some arms. Yeah, I I, I think the Cubs should. Uh, as much as it pains me to say it, I, I just don't think Jake Arrieta is – that arm anymore and after last night's performance are we really going to bank on him being in the rotation post all-star break i just don't think we can if we want to have any shot of at the bare minimum getting a pennant i mean or or at the bare minimum getting a wild card for crying out loud i mean you just it's it's just it's not gonna happen so we're gonna have to make some adjustments the bullpen has still been really really good um we've had a couple additions there that have just been absolutely raking um if we could limit the mistakes and put up any runs i think we'd be all right however we with what's going on right now we might turn into some sellers ladies and gentlemen and uh that would be tough to watch this might be the time i don't know i don't know if we i don't know but the way it's looking right now it is not good and it is looking like classic cubby baseball where they start to fade come july and I don't think uh, Mr. Ricketts wants to watch that again. Yeah, so I don't know, man. It might get a little hairy here. It might get a little depressing here, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, keep the faith right now. Uh, let's let's get a win here tonight against Zach Wheeler. For your sake, hopefully this is the darkest point of the season. I hope but, so. Uh, I hope so. Another team that just came to mind that I would say could be in the market for adding a bat would be the Mets. 
top sure, of that division. Great sure. They've been just absolutely ransacked with injuries this year. Right, and that like, rotation oh, is as legit as they come. Absolutely. With that offensive lineup. I mean, yeah, their their lead is pretty narrow. I mean, there's a lot of teams in that division alone that are mm. still within striking distance. I, I think the Mets have a very, very solid chance at clinching the AL East. Yeah, I mean, no they question. have a very Especially solid chance. If, they, bat, if they can stay hot like this, yeah, because it seems Pete Alonso is the only guy doing anything right now. Everybody else are just hit and miss, but... Yeah, I, if they could add a, a legit bat for sure and then get a couple of guys back off the IL come end of August, beginning of September, yep. watch out for the Metropolitans. Yeah, Woo. what about uh, what about think the Dodgers, uh, depending on what they think is going on with Mr. Trevor Bauer, you think they try to replace that arm? Man, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Could you could you think... I don't know if they're thinking they make maybe could get it done with two aces with just. Their, oh, I mean, they still got a damn good team. They yeah, definitely they have still a great have a one. World Series caliber yeah. team. I don't know if they'll add anything if they they've don't get been a team that you Bauer know. Bauer back. If they have the assets to sell off, if they think they can add a guy that's going to help them, uh, you know, even improve their chances, they've been doing that the last few years. So that is yeah, true. You know, obviously it depends whether they want to speculate on what's going on with him or not. If uh, <laughs> obviously if you think he's coming back, then you think he's coming back, and that's all you need probably. Right. But uh, you know that division. They could be a wild card team. They sure could. could that division is stacked. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Who who knows there? And then I'm kind of thinking, um, you know, the Athletics might need okay, to make yeah, yeah, just yeah. a because last night's game, it, it just looked like they just didn't have that one yeah. little thing, and that and the Astros are just slowly growing yeah. that lead right now. But I mean, and, it's it's almost pretty typical for them, and they yeah. it's, a lot of times they just. You know, they try to add, but it's not like they, they go for the big splash. They yeah. go for a guy that kind of just adds to their roster depth. spot. Does it make them a little bit better? Sure. Does it take them over the top? No. And that's kind of where they've been the last 20 years, it seems like. So, Moneyball, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know. The, you know the deal. But hey, we'll see what happens there. Um, outside of that, uh, any teams that have been like really hurt with injury, oh, that, no pun intended there. Right. Uh, but, hurt uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like really their season hampered by injury, I guess. Um, that should add anybody needs. I think the Mets were honestly the best, yeah, the best call like, you could have uh, had you right know, there. Braves, Nationals, uh, starting rotations. Both of them mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, yeah. well, I guess, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That division is a whole. Uh, whole different story that is uh, true yeah because i think it's the mets division to lose and uh, i would be surprised if they don't try to add a bat there yeah i would be too uh i don't know trade deadline is officially end of july i checked this morning july July 30th but this is about the time where you start to see maybe one or two uh one trade a week or something like that right before the you know the week up to the deadline where you obviously see ass loads of trades so Wanted to slide that in there in case we start seeing some action here the next week or so. All right, my man. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Uh, That about does it for MLB. Nothing new on the war on sticky stuff. But, uh, hey, you guys know the deal. We'll be sure to uh, bring you anything we find, anything we dig up, and uh, rant and react all about it. But let's keep today's rants and reactions moving right along into a little bit of Olympic news. We got to talk about it again, and we got to simmer about it just a little bit longer the news came out officially yesterday that Shikari Richardson will not be allowed to participate in the Olympics after not being selected by the USA 4x100 relay team. How are we feeling about that, man? Yeah, rough stuff, man. We I, I don't think we need to touch on it too much more, but it's just, you know, we've been bummer. covering it, obviously, and it's a bummer. I started to have a different uh, set of feelings on it as far as what we've been talking about because there was other athletes that came out like I know they said like I know what's going on but like we've also worked our asses off for this so like mm-hmm. we 
without saying it basically like we'd love it if you watched hey, us could you support us too please <laughs> yeah, like, which, hey. and i totally yeah. get that so yeah. I, I know like, I, and i mean you look at it too like hey I, i'm still all on the side of shikari i think it's yeah. i think it's absolutely ridiculous you know my stance on it from our previous video but rules are the rules man yeah. and uh that's that's just what it Dumb is i mean rules. hey get uh get the piss test done and then go smoke as many spleebs <laughs> as you want who cares you know but uh that that's the update that is what it is and uh who knows if it's going to continue to be a little bit rabbit of, yeah, of a rabbit hole post olympics uh during right. olympics or what if it'll just kind of all die down from here but that's our take on it that's where we're at wanted to give you guys the update if you had not heard that yet but uh sure you probably had Outside of that, let's keep it moving into a little bit of golf and PGA action. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the match yesterday. Yes, we did. Your man, Rose. <laughs> Only nine rounds since August. Talk about he's been playing nine rounds since Tuesday. Yeah, basically Ooh, what I said last night, my man. What, what is going on? He was the best golfer on the course. I mean, channeling his inner Kevin Na and chasing balls <laughs> just, into the bottom of the he cup. Was good, man. I mean, he was monstrous and bryson shank phil into the bunker tom shank roge right down the fucking middle my man whoa my man i'm not I, staying I had to stop and laugh at my i had to stop and laugh at myself because uh, i just love Aaron Rodgers so much so he, he would add a couple putts that were like to like 15 footers and they would come this close and i was like as if i was watching tiger on the masters and i like oh and i was like what am i doing what am i doing like relax not i'm not me. saying they got the victory because of rose i'm saying but they got the victory I'm because saying, of man. rose man i'll be honest with you i have uh, not been too concerned about his uh his future in green bay until i watched him play golf yeah he's got a, he's is he, gonna have a is he becoming golf. is he becoming is he gonna try and get his tour card oh and just say God. fuck the nfl he's uh. done um well also in other news you know i gotta go here mags you know actually i uh just briefly have to go here and i know that uh you will probably boo-boo in anything but i find it i am actually coming to you this time from a different perspective okay in humble adoration okay. of the great qb12 okay the one who has Remained in infamy, infamy for quite some years now. What, 16 mm? in Green Bay? Mm? He put the media, the fellas that were, that were hosting the show yesterday, Packers fans, some Packers fans, NFL fans, and the Twitter universe in a mental blender. Eh. He is such a genius he is the way he carries himself that deserves so much props the do you understand that everybody in the nation right now wants to know what aaron Rodgers is doing I'm at green aware. bay I'm aware. and you downplaying it like it is no <laughs> no news whatsoever aspect of it but but the way he handled that yesterday was absolutely terrific because you know that was on his, on the back of his mind. Maybe subconsciously, consciously, you know that was on the back of his mind. Like, all right, I bet these fuckers are going yeah, to ask me something today, so I got to have something ready to rock and roll. Now, am I saying that that means, oh, that he's leaning more on the fence now? He's not coming back? No, that is not what I'm right. saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I am giving him props for how he handled that because it's still... Nobody has a fucking clue. Packers fans can say, ah, he's staying forever. Who gives a shit? The media can say, oh, boy, here we go. What's happening now? 
But the most beautiful part is everybody is in a fucking mental blender right now because he's, you still have zero idea. And all we can do is rant and react. I feel like I have an idea, but, uh, you know, I'm biased. Well, but, obviously. Uh, well, not only that, but, like, yeah, he, they had to ask him. But, like, at the same time, uh, he's not going to give too many nuggets on whole 10 of the match from his golf cart. Also, um, bad omen, question mark? We just have a random Do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Because <laughs> I feel like I handled that well on Twitter myself. Bad omen that there's a bear watching. I said... Pretty typical for a bear to be sitting on the sidelines watching two Hall of Fame quarterbacks perform. That's what uh, quickly stood out to me. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say on that. Hey, we'll see, we'll see what happens this year, pal. We'll, we'll see if you're singing this same tune. If you're all happy-go-lucky come September, pal. We still got a, quite a few weeks of question marks. Awful lot of question marks. But we'll see. That's enough NFL for today. Uh, actually... Uh, or that was PGA. That was not even NFL. <laughs> we got down in NFL rabbit hole. We are still on golf, staying on PGA. Holy smokes. Got me thinking about my bears. Uh, actually, where were you going there? How pissed off would you be if Rodgers doesn't come back, but the bears are a dumpster fire even worse? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, as long as we don't get raked by the Packers and they're just equally as a dumpster fire without Rose, and which you know they will be, but... Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. I'm just still hoping and praying that uh, we don't see the Red Rifle week one through four. Minus and, 500 on the books. Oh, boy. And then we got to uh, toss my man, number one, Jay Fields, uh, into the fire and hope that he can uh, save the Bears season. That is a beautiful recipe for success. Um, didn't they start Kyler Murray game one? Did they? Yes. Okay. Hey. Hey, in the great words. Have they made the playoffs? Okay. I understand what you're saying. However, in the I great hate, like words. <laughs> in the great, <laughs> great words of one of the greatest rednecks I know. You ain't going to learn any younger. So you might as well do it now. I don't know why we're sitting around tippy-toeing around, trying to say that we are going to start Andy Dalton. Please, for the love of Gingy, start Justin Fields, if this gets to anyone within the Bears organization. But back to golf, back to uh, PGA, <laughs> even though we got down a bit of a rabbit hole there. Uh, we also have coming up Tumara, the John Deere Classic. Uh, right now, I do not know. The last time I looked, there, w there were odds out. Uh, as far as it goes on the FDSB FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, for the John Deere Classic this weekend, we have Daniel Berger as the overall favorite, plus 950. Um, and then outside of that, not a lot of big names you yeah, see. Yeah, not some huge uh, names. Kevin Na, as you mentioned on mm -hmm. that list. Alexander mm -hmm. Norin. Kev you have Kevin Na up there, huh? Uh, plus 3,300 to win. Really, I don't even I don't nope. even see a Kevin now in okay. here. I got uh, Cam Davis at plus twenty eight hundred. Might be worth a little That's bit of a look past there. Weekend, right? yep. yep, might be worth a little bit of a look, uh, or even at least a top five finish. He did look very very good. Um, 
Siwoo Kim apparently is uh, pretty favored. I suppose he's played well on this course before. Uh, pretty good odds to finish top 10 and top 5. So a little look for you there. Kevin, Kevin uh, Streelman uh, seems to be a pretty decent favorite as well. Plus 360 for the top 5 and okay. plus 190 for the top 10. So. Definitely was expecting a few more big names. This one's, uh, this this one's, one's a little in bit. Illinois, actually. Typically a handful more, uh, you know. Where's this one at again? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I'm not even sure. I want to say, I don't know if it's suburbs of Illinois or if it's more central Illinois. TPC Deer Run. TPC Deer Run. Silvis. It's in Silvis. So in relation to us, the Wendy Schmitty, uh, so it's by East Moline. So that means I have no idea whatsoever where this fucking <laughs> town is located. Is. Uh, where in the world... What am I looking at right now? Zoom all the way out, dude. I'm pretty sure it's in central Illinois. Oh, we are in Illinois. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah, it's right in the middle. Okay, northwest. Oh, geez, northwest. northwest. Yeah, it's almost Iowa. It's uh, right next to Davenport. Okay. Uh, that would be a heck of a little bit of a drive for us there to get over to the TPC Deer Run, but uh, I'm sure it's absolutely gorgeous over there. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Not a lot of big names, so apparently... Um, well, they got the they, British Open next week, so... Yeah, when they come to Illinois, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, you, you know, say even the UFC, they come to Chicago, they don't give, they don't give us the big mm. names. Mm. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It just it just appears to be the case to me. I don't care what the card if is If you next think it's time, different, leave us a comment. Yeah, I, maybe. Uh, I don't care what it is. Next time UFC is in Chicago, we are going. We are going. going. We are going. I don't give a shit either. Uh, I tried to, but here's the, th the thing. We might want to... Uh, Start trying to locate some sponsors for that or uh, start pooling together a shitload of money now. Because last time it was in town, it was Triple C's and Marlon Marias yeah. for the bantamweight strap and the nosebleeds. I'm talking about you might have had have to have three pairs of binoculars mm -hmm. taped together in the rafters of the United Center to be able to even see a punch land. Mm. We're talking right about five, six hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, that ain't worth There's it. A, I can't even, no, these guys look like man. ants down there. What yeah, am I no. doing? I mean, hey, I would spend five, six hundred bucks. I might even consider a K. If it's a full service fucking deal, I'm right by the, I might consider it. That's a might. But uh, for five, six hundred bucks all, all the, the way up top, there. No, no there's I'm some okay. decent seats okay. up there, but uh, yeah, no, pretty, uh, pretty select. So uh, yeah. yeah, love to get back to the United Center, but not for that price. Not for that price, but we'll see uh, if, uh, we have anything uh, in the works by then? Who knows? You might see us at the next UFC. But, or if we also see when they're coming to Chicago next, we might be able to uh, secure some early tickets. Mm -hmm. Typically, that's also, I looked at like two weeks before the event. Okay. So, okay. pretty dumb, dumb, dumb okay. of me. Okay. But uh, maybe we look early. Yeah. See us show up at uh, UFC 276. I'm just putting it out there. Who All knows? Right. Who knows? Okay. Maybe that's when they'll be back. But there you go. There you have it. Don't know how the hell we got into the uh, UFC from the PGA there. But here uh, we are. Uh, but here we are once again. <laughs> plenty of fucking rabbit holes here today on uh, the rants and reactions. Uh, outside of that, speaking of UFC, might as well just hop on in just right quick. Three more sleeps left until UFC 264, ladies and gentlemen. 
McGregor Poirier 3. The rubber match. I cannot wait. I have been uh, just diving deep into the embedded every single day they've come out. If you have not watched the embedded before, I don't know what you're doing. They are so fun to watch. Just watch the guys from the very beginning of fight week, every single thing they're doing all the way through the weigh-ins on Friday. So I suggest you tune into those. And then uh, maybe a little additional MMA content you can follow. How about this? A great page shout out to haymakers obviously you know how to spell haymakers h-a-y-m-a-k-e-r-s on instagram and twitter they have some awesome awesome content they put out um just crazy amounts of uh videos uh from the pfl ufc bare knuckle uh fighting they they have everything and i mean you just you learn so much just by consuming their stuff so check out haymakers uh they actually had a couple really good uh posts last night there was a 30 second scrap uh one guy red corner blue corner red corner stumbles blue corner blue corner is wobbly for about 20 seconds tosses a bomb at red corner red corner goes almost sleepy sleep Blue corner starts chasing red corner. Red corner somersaults and throws a last prayer hook. Catches my friend and goes sleepy sleep. It was absolutely electric, absolutely insane. One of the craziest 30 seconds I've seen in the octagon. So check out Haymakers. Uh, Outside of that, nothing real new, uh, noteworthy that has been updated. Updates y'all on the Max Holloway stuff. The new opponent for Sugar Sean, uh, Michael Chiesa, and... um, Luke. Luke, Vicente Luque uh, coming up on UFC 266, I do believe. Uh, 265, either one of those. 265. So there you go. There you have it. Nothing uh, really new or noteworthy. Heavyweight division uh, still. That contract has not officially been signed yet, but should be here within the coming days. All of that jazz. So that does it for UFC. And as a reminder, make sure you t- tune into Friday's show for the full UFC 264 card breakdown and main card parlay might even toss you some additional picks outside of the main card too and maybe some straight plays as well and maybe some additional analysis who knows it's going to be the start of friday's ransom reaction so make sure you come around and we will break it all down for you but moving right along on this beautiful wednesday let's hop it back into the nfl that we uh, just briefly touched on there former patriots quarterback tom brady Mm mm-hmm Speaking of the Patriots, uh, Nikhil Harry asked to be traded. Okay. What's uh, what's going on here? Why is he wanting to leave? Isn't he only in the first couple of years of his contract? Maybe he's going into year three here. What's uh, what's going on here? Is uh, him and old Billy having a little bit of a uh, little bit of back and forth? You know, I think he just got in there at the exact wrong time. Uh, you know, obviously it's for a rookie season, a rookie season for a lot of uh, receivers that aren't bona fide studs right away can kind of be a struggle. And then you get into second season, and now you got quarterback carousel, Cam Newton, uh, obviously not Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, whoever it is, and things didn't go as well. And now you got a similar style of offense that uh, you know doesn't really throw the ball deep uh, with Cam Newton at the helm, and it uh, doesn't appear to be the right fit anymore. Nope. And uh, I don't know where he goes. His trade value is uh, pretty damn low, so I don't really know what they get for him, how easy it's going to be to trade him, but... Uh, it was looking, I was reading something, it was looking like he might be battling for the fourth or fifth receiver spot. 
Whew. And so if he can find a you know a, a, a spot where he's a top three receiver, he obviously wants to do that. So I don't know where that would be though at this either. point in the game. There is a lot of good receivers right now, and this previous wide receiver class coming out of the twenty twenty one draft is right. uh, loaded. Yeah. Uh, and and then just right on top of the twenty twenty receiver draft, I mean. I don't know all too many places that would pick up Nikhil Harry. I mean, he hasn't been, like you said, that role guy, that guy you need on your team. That right. Dominant the previous, stud. you know, with Tom Brady, the previous previous iteration of the team might have been a solid fit, but uh, now that we're changing things up and it's not the same style of offense, same style of quarterback, it uh, it ain't working out. And uh, if he ain't gonna see the field, if he can get somewhere else, he's gonna want to do that. And I, uh, I, I'm sported. Like we said, I don't think he's, uh, he's got anywhere to go, though. No, I don't think he does either. But we will see what happens. Nikhil Harry wants to leave the Pats. Nothing really else crazy going on in the NFL. We've talked about uh, pretty much everything else there is to talk about in the NFL all throughout the course of this week so far. So let's keep it moving into some stuff where there is a lot to talk about. Last two pit stops, as always, the NBA hardwood and the NHL ice. First stop, we're going to the hardwood. Game one last night between the uh, Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Phoenix Suns skating away with that 118-105 victory. Uh-huh. Uh, that all being said, Giannis gets the start. Looks looks pretty doggone healthy, if you ask me. Right. Um, with that happening, number one, is home court advantage going to be that valuable? And two, where does the series go from here if... I mean, it took everything the Bucks had to get that game down to 13 points with within the final final seconds. Yeah, I mean, home court advantage is definitely going to be a big advantage. I don't think the home team is going to win every single game necessarily. But the thing that, uh, if I'm a Bucks fan or a Bucks better, what gives me uh, some optimism is that we've seen this type of performance from the Bucks all postseason long, and they bounce mm-hmm. right back. Maybe not the next game necessarily, uh, but at some point, whether it's the next game or the game after that, they have bounced back. I mean, there's a couple blowouts to the Nets. There's a couple blowouts to the Hawks. And uh, typically that next game, they come out fresh looking, uh, you know, balls jumping around, the, around mm-hmm. their offense. And I kind of am expecting that. Uh, and the Suns have done the same thing, same thing on their side of things, and uh, you know they've obviously gotten to this point as well. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're a Suns better, you're thinking uh, you got a pretty good shot that they're going to roll through this series. But uh, I think it's going to go at least six games still, and uh, I'm going to still stick to uh, I'm going to predict Bucks and seven still. Okay. Hey, early hot take, early prediction. Um, yeah, I just think too many people are all over Suns and yeah. four. Um, it ain't some, it's not going to be something. No, no. Uh, it, it really surprised me last night with all of the public being on the Suns, the line dropping down, and uh, just the way that everything was playing out with Giannis coming out. I am very surprised at how that game ended. Yeah, Chris Middleton very was surprised. not good. Uh, so I don't expect that to continue happening. I mean, that's been a, a big thing in this postseason as well. I mean, he hasn't been able to string an entire series together where he's uh, contributing the way he would like to. So very I true. expect him to bounce back. Uh, Chris Paul was very good yesterday. I, I'm rooting for Chris Paul. So Team despite high my 32. prediction, yeah, he was very Ooh, good. Um, I expect Drew Holiday to come out and be a little bit more of what we saw in the back half of that Atlanta series where he was causing them major issues. I expect us to see whether that's on Chris Paul, whether that's on Devin Booker. They're going to find a way to utilize, utilize him on defense because uh, we didn't see uh, the biggest showcase from him like we were seeing at the end of that Hawks series. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be in the camp that say uh, maybe they were uh, not taking it easy intentionally, but, uh, you know, 
not going balls to the wall in game one, trying to preserve some of that and, uh, you know, see if they can switch up the looks next time around. And I might be taking Bucks game two. I might as well. Uh, both you and I hammered in the Bucks on yeah. the spread and the money line. Yeah, yeah. Um, just with how everything was rolling out, everything was coming out. I mean, at, at, like I said, at the towards the beginning of the show, Vegas cashed out or um, the public cashed out on Vegas last night. I yep. mean, everybody and their dogs, 70% or 77% of the handle in Vegas was on on the Suns minus five and a half. Yep. So that's they gotta, insane. They got to switch it up somehow. If it was uh, the other way every single time, this thing would be a little bit easier. Yeah, would definitely be a lot easier of a game so uh, to play. I have so. to imagine next time around, Vegas is going to be stabbing you in the back. Yeah, I would have to say so. So there you go. Appreciate your commentary, what mm-hmm. you think in there on the NBA. Uh, I kind of on the fence here i'm just watching as a fan and as a handicapper of uh basketball i'm not it was uh, a pretty exciting game in the first not, half not and then really obviously the sun's pulled away so not i think really it's gonna certain. be a good series i'm just going game for game you know yeah. i sometimes sometimes when it gets to these teams are so doggone close sometimes i like to stay away from the series betting because it just who the hell knows you totally know fair. and uh Little, little game by game because yeah. I've had some good success all season, all NBA season long. So right. uh, definitely like to do that. So there you go. NBA action, NBA hardwood, everything in between coming from the NBA today and beyond. Final pit stop, the NHL ice, ladies and gentlemen. And um, hey, you ever seen that movie uh, Osmosis Jones? Sure haven't. No? Well, uh, <laughs> sure haven't. I was really hoping you would because... <laughs> It's about this uh it's about this guy and it's about this very powerful force that I believe in. Okay. And that I'm going to put into action today because it does appear that it worked on Monday's show. Okay. So a uh, little reverse osmosis going on here. Okay. I'm aware of what osmosis is, but okay. Go yeah. ahead. So and, and obviously <laughs> reverse osmosis. So um I don't think I can do it, guys. I I can't back the Habs tonight. This might be one of the last times we get to see them play. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I is a gutsy overtime victory. I absolutely love to see it. But um, this this could be it here tonight. Uh, game game five. Uh, very 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 big. Very big. We need this. But uh, I don't know. I don't I'm know what's going to happen from a fan perspective, huh? Watching. Oh, oh, now you blew it. But either way, either way. Now you blew it with the wind there. I think you blew it with the wind no, there. that was verbatim the exact same thing I did on Monday. Okay. So. Did you wink on Monday? Oh, okay. So with that, Fair and enough. with the right eye. So, hey, okay. I'm a very uh, very big buyer into the good juju, good vibes. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but we did talk about this as well. Habs and seven. Habs and seven. We did talk about this as well. Uh, the mayor. The old mayor of the still, old Tampa Bay. I wonder how she's feeling. wonder how she's feeling. I just wonder how she's feeling. I don't know. She's probably still feeling solid right now. She's but her, like, oh, they listen to me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> wow, they are geniuses. Look, hey, we're going to have... They are coming back to Emily Arena tonight, and we are going to have such a celebration. I don't know. Mm, who knows? Who's to say? Who could call it? No idea. Either way, um, you know where I freaking stand in that. Yeah. Post will re- her sweet face will remain at the top of my Twitter page until Lord Stanley is lifted above the heads of Les Habitants. But outside of that, Without, outside of that, uh, not to 
ruin any uh, party here. It would be uh, a pretty electric to see a hockey boat party, much like the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers had on the old. Uh, yeah. On the old. What is that? Tampa. Is Tampa Bay, Bay River. Bay of Tampa I don't Bay. know. No, I, I guess I guess it is the Bay <laughs> of the aforementioned Tampa Bay. Sounded, but, yeah, uh, that hit, uh, well, we're not the <laughs> brightest bowls in the bowl <laughs> drawer, but um, uh, yeah, that would be that would be sick to see. But, but hey, uh, abs and seven. Hey, we'll see what abs happens, man. You know where we lie. You know where we stand. Nothing uh, really else to break down. Just tune in to Game Five of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight at 7:30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I think, believe it says seven or 7:30. Typically, a half hour past that start because of all the fanfare mm-hmm. when it comes to the finals. And Lord Stanley is going to be in the building, so it's going to be a whole other thing, especially with the team who's leading three to one right now. So everybody, just remain calm. Let the Habs do their work, and I'll see you Game Four or no, 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 Game Five, Game Six, and Game Seven. There you go. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the NHL ice. Uh, outside of that, my friends, uh, quick reminder, follow us on the Action Network app, as always, for all of our best bets of the day. Had some uh, other plays that I really liked. Uh, wasn't as confident enough in them to bring them to the show, and those were me. actually the plays that hit for me yesterday. Uh, so make sure you follow me on the uh, the Action Network at cash underscore with Colt. You can follow my partner. At RMAGS, all caps. And then you can follow the best bets of the day from every show, Moneyline, Dice, and the special play on the Talking the Line page at Talking the Line. <clears throat> Excuse me. Quick little sip there. Um, outside of that, make sure you follow all of those. We always uh, hammer in stuff throughout the day, so we'll be sure to add stuff there. Um, no daily draw coming for me today. Doesn't really look like any solid enough pitching matchups to where I buy that. We'll keep you guys updated when we have the uh, over uh, yes runs in the first inning uh, here available in Illinois. I've been keeping my eyes peeled. I still ain't seen it yet, but I'll let you guys know. Uh, any rumblings, any early thoughts here, partner? Prop of the day? Uh, not anything I saw. Nothing jumped out at me, so we will see. Okay. Uh, not going to say anything yes or no because there wasn't uh, sometimes – on the teams that I look at, something jumps out at me, and I already know that I'm going to be looking at those guys. But, uh, yeah, nothing today quite yet. Okay. And then uh, might might do a little perusing through some boosts uh, around sportsbooks. Sure. Puts, put, put some out today if there's any good ones out there today for you guys to take advantage of. Got some good lines on. Uh, hope you jumped on the Italy and England, both to advance to the Euro Finals on FanDuel Sportsbook yesterday. Uh, definitely looks like that is how things are going to be shaping up. Up, uh, fingers crossed we'll cash that england money line home. here today it is coming home uh other than that nothing new major or noteworthy make sure you uh hit the link tree in uh this episode's description so you can uh follow us on all of our social platforms we're most active on twitter uh gradually expanding into other platforms as well but that's where our biggest uh fan base lies so we'll be the most active there so that's where you'll find uh all of the latest updates for ttl sports media as a whole um currently working infrastructure for the website is fully officially underway had some loose uh ends had to tie up there as far as hosting services and different things but everything is confirmed now uh, very shortly we uh will be able to release that to you guys and be all set to rock and roll so uh stay tuned for the release of the website a lot of good stuff is gonna be able to come for that me and mags are gonna get back into writing uh do a lot of our stuff uh maybe some different blogs than we did in the past yeah, maybe not some even serious uh, stuff some goofy yeah. stuff who knows 
not even uh, really generated around any picks or anything. Maybe just some outlooks of, oh, hey, I loved betting on the St. John's Red Storm last season during the uh, old college basketball season. Here's why. Here's what their team's looking like this year, and here's why I'm going to be hammering the shit out of them again. Okay. How about a little action like that? I like that. You should do that. So I think I might I have to. I read that. I think I might have to. <laughs> I would so read that. We're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start doing getting into that. Um, we have other shows that we're working on too. Uh, yeah, that's right. We we have plenty of other things we're doing. Um, we do not just uh, hit the end stream button and then go about our days. We we got a lot of other stuff uh, coming here from TTL Sports Media. A um, couple of hints interview-based show on Tay Horizon. Mm -hmm. Possible live, eh, might not be live, maybe pre-recorded, but you might catch us at a stadium mm. near you. Mm. You might sometime in the future be able to catch us in the afternoon. Maybe. Maybe, maybe in the evening. Mm, maybe. Maybe to the from the evening to the wee hours of the morning. Maybe. Hmm. Who's okay. to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to know? All I know is that there's big things coming. And I suggest you guys stay tuned, not only into the TTL pod, but all of our social platforms, uh, not only the Talk in the Line, but also Mag's, also mine. Even if you don't see something on the TTL page, I guarantee you, you're going to see it on one of our pages. So make sure you follow us. We have some big things that are going to be rolling out over the course of the next month and a half here, uh, I would have to say. So come on, jump on board the rocket ship and let's go to the moon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, outside of that, Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 77 of the TTL pod on this beautiful July 7th, 2021. Okay, so I've got some questions here. Yesterday, Ooh. you brought to us uh, your opinions on the Giants Ooh. city uniforms, and you were in love with them. Okay. I was perusing Twitter. I don't, I don't remember if it was trending or how I saw it, but San Francisco Giants writer blogger i don't know exactly which one it was mm -hmm. had uh quite the opposite opinion of yours and was hating on them uh about as hard as you can possibly hate so i have the question a were you taking crazy pills which i don't think you were i wasn't quite as high on them as you were but i did like them mm. b did my white Sox set the bar so damn high with their south side unis that uh every other fan base hopes that they were uh 12 out of 10 sick like those were and anything that's even less than nine is a dumpster fire because that's what it appears to me. Question one depends on what your definition of crazy pills is. Okay. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, crazy is my middle name. I'm a little uh, screw loose here. In, yeah. Here like in, I said, I, I still haven't seen the best look at those jerseys, but I also like them. However, I still think they're freaking sweet. Mm -hmm. But question two, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, I think your socks just set the bar so damn high that I don't think anybody can really touch them unless somebody rolls out some sick ones that we just right. have no idea are on the horizon. But let me ask you this. Okay. Why does it seem like every city, well, I guess you could divide Chicago now, north uh -huh, and south side, uh -huh. we'll say, every city, quote-unquote, that has unveiled their City Connect jerseys, why does it seem like everyone but the Sox have hated on those jerseys? That's what and I'm have saying. have been pissed about them. 
because they set the bar so damn high. And, you know, it was because the Red Sox came out first with theirs. They were yellow and blue, mixed reactions. Some people liked them. Some people didn't like them, different colors, whatever. Mm. Wasn't a dumpster fire reaction. But ever since the White Sox got it, oh, my God, those are absolutely amazing. Everyone else, I liked your Cubs ones. I wouldn't say they're a 10 out of 10, but I thought they were solid. They got reacted as if they were a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. And now the same thing here with the Giants. I uh, I haven't been keeping too close tabs on any of the other ones. But, uh, you know, I would love it if the Sox stop wearing those on 90-degree days and because I think they're 0-2 with uh, some brutally hot Saturdays that they've worn them, which yeah, seems like a poor choice. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know. Yeah. They're pretty legit, and it's uh, pretty comical to see Tony La Ru- Tony Larusa in those in those jerseys. Yeah, that classic. Uh, How are you, fellow kids? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but anyways, man, ah, uh, yeah, love the Southside jerseys, but uh, people are reacting as if uh, reacting as if they are the their teams are dropping the new era hats, which we didn't talk about. They also released. Those new ones, new with ones the, which might be worse than with, the ones we reacted with that nineteen nineteen nineties tattoo craze that italicized writing or on what, top of Sanskrit or logo. yeah or whatever oh. the heck it's called. Those are disgusting. Ugh. Oh Ugh. my gosh, those are disgusting. I like the thought of changing up Get the, the lettering or something, meetings, man. Get somebody else into these. But meetings. once again, I say to you, partner, and I say to you guys too, there had to be at some point in time. <laughs> A group of humming beans sitting around a table, not just one, a group of humming beans sitting around a table discussing what should go on these hats. And they saw that and they said, hey, whew, that's it. That, that, that's the one. That is it. Where, where, where do we get this sometimes, you know? Less, I, less is more. Less is more. 100%. Less is more. The ones that you were could even still go more than the typical hat, and it would still be a hundred times less yeah. than what we were putting out I, here. I don't. I don't know what are, we're doing. They are gross. Yeah, I don't know what we're <laughs> doing gross. here. Even the ones for Fourth of July were nice, clean. Smooth. They're not bad. Yeah, they weren't Some bad at were all. Kind of iffy on those, but compared to these other ones, good. Like, great. what are we doing? But there you go. There you have our opinions. I appreciate your sidebar today, yeah. Mag. Definitely got us down on another rabbit hole there. But uh, hey, what do you say we wrap this show up the only way we know how? Go for it. All right, my friend. I will get right into it with today's Motivation Minutes. Uh, quick sip of water. I do apologize. Okay. Nope. Uh, quick one for you here today. Nothing quite major. Just going to give you some thoughts, some j- suggestions, some things to apply. Now, I've spoke many, many, many times on and written many times on throughout uh, our whole journey in this, um, controlling your brain and that you, your right here is different than this right here. And this right here, your brain is just a muscle that can be utilized to your advantage, just like your bicep, like your glutes, like your calves, just like anything else, you have the ability to control it. And when you're going through your day-to-day activities and you're stuck in the day-to-day chaos and your brain's going and you can't even grab a hold of any thoughts, that's not you. You're not doing that. You are not making those things happen. Your brain is controlling you and giving you all these different options to try and select from, and it makes you think that you're crazy, and you have anxiety, and you're spinning like crazy. But I'm here to tell you, you have the ability to control that. And I've spoke on it time to time uh, in the past, but and I've given some things like this separately, but I wanted to give you three things to try. And if 
if you're facing some of that mental anxiety and the day-to-day chaos and you can't get your thoughts in order and, and I mean, you are just spinning, these will help because uh, I've been there and I still get there from time to time and I use these every single day and they help me to stay grounded, to stay centered and not to allow my brain to control me and dictate how I live my life and my day. So the first thing, that I want you guys to try and that is so important, but I see so many people that are so uncomfortable with it. Number one is seek solitude. Seek alone time by yourself to recognize the difference between you right here and you right here. To take note and separate yourself from your brain. And realize that, wow, I can sit here and think about nothing. And oh, think that I can use my brain. My brain doesn't have to use me. Take time to be by yourself. To know who you are and whose you are. The more time that you spend alone, and I'm not saying that you have to block out a whole day. I'm not saying that you have to shut everybody out of your life. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is... Find 10 minutes on a, on a, on a Wednesday or, or 10 minutes every morning. If you don't do anything but you just sit there and let your mind be blank for 10 minutes in the morning, it will pay dividends in your life and your ability to react to situations and control your brain throughout the day. So that's my first suggestion. If you're struggling a little bit, find 10 minutes, 20 minutes throughout your day, sometime on the weekend instead of, and that's some of the problem. That's why I think so many of us deal with anxiety and worry and fear is we're in the daily rat race, Monday through Friday, heads hitting the fucking wall. And then we get done with all of that, right? Punch out on Friday. Where do we go? Right to the bar or right to the club or Saturday we Right, right to right to the golf course with all the guys, with everybody. And then we go right right to, to the bar right after that. And then we're out all night long. And then Sunday, we got the scaries. And oh, shit, it's Sunday at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Time to get ready for work on Monday. We never take the time to be with ourselves, to just slow down. And my friends, that is so, so important. So that's the first first thing I want to suggest to you. If you don't have that time... If you want something that is a quick fix in the moment that can snap your brain or snap you out of your brain and get you right back on center, once you've had some time to practice and really realize that, hey, I, I'm different than my brain. I, I am a present being, and that is just an additional muscle that I have the ability to use for me. Start using a mantra. One of the easiest things that you can do is when you are sped up like crazy is to use a very simple mantra. Now, mine, personally, is you are kind, you are smart, you are important. Now, I didn't make that up. That was told to me a very long time ago from a very, very important woman in my life, uh, but uh, I kind of converted it into my mantra. Now, yours can be anything. It can be as simple as the word peace or presence or I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Just right now, take a moment. Say, I'm here three times and tell me you don't feel more here. Tell me you don't feel that disconnection coming down from your brain and coming into the actual center of your being and who you are. So 
when things start to get sped up, things start to go crazy. If you don't have time to seek that solitude, don't have that time. If it's right here and now, I, I need to get reset here. I need to be able to get through this moment and then I can figure things out later. Slow down and access that mantra. It can be whatever you want and say it over and over until that thought path, that anxiety, that fear is gone. And I promise you, it works. It works. And the amount of time you saying it repeatedly over and over and over again will be so short in comparison to living an entire day of being in worry, anxiety, and fear. Take 30 seconds, say that mantra over and over again, and get out of your head and become present. So that's my second suggestion, something else you can check out. And third and final thing, seek out things like this. Seek out outside of me. See, some, some good guys to check out, to look at. Inky Johnson, Tony Robbins, um, on a totally different track, but the, the mentality, Grant Cardone, um, Gary V. And you, you might laugh at those, but those guys are in the positions they are because of the mentality they have. And they know that their brain is just an additional muscle that they can use. And they know how to stay out of the anxiety, out of the worry and fear, and stay in the success. And partner, what's success? Happy, centered, fulfilled. Yes, sir. There you go. Putting you on the spot to see if you were listening. But that is the lives they live. And if you want to be successful, you have to see what those who are successful are doing. So... Check out a little bit more. If you're struggling, controlling your brain, struggling with all the anxiety and daily chaos and everything, take some time to seek additional stuff like this out. And if I can do that for you, if I reach one of you with this, give you an opportunity to think in a different path, think in a different wavelength, if this message hits you right square in the center of the chest today, it's what I'm here for. And I hope you guys keep coming back and I hope I can keep shedding a little bit of uh, that inspiration, motivation, that message on you guys to just, hey, let's get through today. Let's get through this Wednesday, and, and I hope that by remembering those three things, by taking time for solitude, utilizing the mantra when you absolutely need to, and seeking out what those who are successful are doing, I hope you'll do those th three things and, and start to see a big change in your life. I can promise you that uh, you are not your brain. You are a being, and you can control it. And all that anxiety, fear, worry, everything in between will go away when you make the decision to. So that does it for my motivation minutes for today, my friends. I love it, my man. Can't add too much more. You nailed three different parts of it there. Uh, love it all. You nailed it. Uh, yeah, getting solitude is definitely a big thing. And it doesn't even have to, whether that's uh, you know middle of the day, start of the day. You know, you don't even have to use it if your head is spinning. It can just be like a, you know, just a halfway check or in in the morning kind of check to make sure you're all good and uh, keep it keep it moving, keep it grooving. You know. Yes, sir. You know me. I mean, every morning I uh, I get up at five a.m. Mm -hmm. I'm up I'm up rocking and rolling for a lot of people, but I do that so I can take an hour mm -hmm. to myself. I take an hour to myself every day before I have to dive into the phone, before I have to mm -hmm. dive into everything and, and and just get into the rat race. That's it's how I'm able to remain <laughs> in the moment a lot of times. And uh, I suggest you guys start to seek that out. So there you go. There you have it. My motivation minutes for today. Well, 
Sure appears from this side of the table, partner. That's about the show. Uh, anything, any complaints on your side of the table? So many complaints. Okay. Uh, any uh, late breaking news updates, things in between, anything you might be hammering in based on anything you've seen? Or heard. No, not or quite. Discussed. Let's see. I believe your pirates are up three to one in the bottom of the first. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. I hope you're hammering in tickets. We still got a long time to play here, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna, I told you it's going to be a back and forth affair. But we got ducks on the pond. an extra one and a half runs. They're already up by two runs, and we got ducks on the pond. So I hope you hammered in the Pittsburgh Pirates plus one and a half. I hope you were there. Uh, either way, told you, if you saw on Twitter... We're cashing tickets all morning, all day, all night long. Yeah. Period. No Point blank period. We have the brooms out of the closet, and we are ready to get to sweeping. So we hope you are uh, betting along with us, because we're off to a hot start. Off to a hot start. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, outside of that, that's the show. Hey, first things first. You guys are awesome. I know I always just briefly say thank you or whatever the case might be. And and I don't want that to seem loftier. Like I just have to say it because we appreciate you guys more than you can possibly know. Like we do this for you guys. You know that. But even on losing days, like being able to hit the streaming button and connect with you guys and know that you guys are consuming our content and getting value out of it and and hopefully not only getting education but that entertainment little bit of comedy motivation inspiration everything in between i i just i can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys you guys give us that energy and that vibe to get up every morning and keep doing this and your support your following everything in between is more than we could ever express in words and uh, with that all being said also Let's continue to grow this son of a gun. Mm. Let's take mm. this son of a gun to the moon and uh, go ahead. Tell your brothers, tell your sisters, tell your uncles, tell your neighbors. TTL is here to stay, ladies and gentlemen, and we are going to be doing nothing but cashing tickets along the way. Yes. And we're going to be growing. We're going to be bringing new content. We're going to be doing new things. This is by far the littlest amount of content you will ever see from us. Mm -hmm. And this is nowhere near the top of talking the line sports media so with all that being said i uh, wanted to get that out i thank you guys so so much i know mags feels the same so for this beautiful july 7th 2021 ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide from myself and mags once again Thank you so much for stopping by episode number 75 of the TTL pod and choosing to hammer in some locks with the TTL crew. You know the deal. Let's cash some tickets.